Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 96. And welcome to lesson 96 of Chai and Conversation. In the last lesson, we went over the poem Bani Adam by Saadi with Muhammad Adi of Persian Poetics. In this lesson, we're going to go over all the words and phrases in the poem individually. In addition to learning their meanings in the context of the poem, we'll learn how they relate to present day Persian and how to use some of them in everyday conversation. One of the most important parts of this lesson is that in addition to learning the meanings of these words and phrases, I want you to memorize this poem. Bani Adam in particular is one of the most famous poems in the Persian language, and almost all Iranians have it memorized. It's a simple poem that really gets to the heart of what it is to be human. In the West, we have this idea of individuality, of pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps, this myth of the lone hero. This poem really dismantles and shatters that notion. It contends that really, we're all part of the same being and that if one human is hurting, all of mankind is hurting. And I think that's a lovely message to think about at any time and especially now. And it also gets to the heart of why we learn languages too, to understand one another, to close the gap between humans. Understanding another language is a way to be a little less alone. And after the last couple years we've had, I think we can all use a little bit of that. But getting back to memorization, not only is this a particularly important poem to memorize, but memorizing poetry will also really help with your language skills. Memorizing these words and phrases will add them to your language tool belt, and you'll be able to use them in conversation much more easily. Before we get started with this lesson, I want to remind you that this audio lesson is only one part of our learning system. If you go to our website at chaiandconversation.com with chai spelled C-H-A-I, you'll be able to sign up for a free trial membership to our complete learning system. By becoming a member, you'll get access to the PDF guide we've created for the lesson, which includes the poem in English phonetic, as well as in Persian script, along with the translation of the poem by Persian Poetics. In addition, we provide an audio vocabulary list of the lesson where you'll be able to listen to it line by line, word by word, to make sure you completely understand it, and much, much more. So enjoy! Let's begin by listening to the entire poem read by my aunt Farnaz, who has a very beautiful poetry reading voice. Bani Adam a'zaye yek peykerand, ke dar afarinesh zeyek goharand. Che uzvi be dard avara rozegar, digar uzfara namanat qarar. To ke az mehnat digaran biqami, Wonderful. So now we'll go over this poem two lines by two lines to really understand the words and phrases in the poem. We're going to do something a little different than we've done in other poetry podcasts. We'll go over most of the poem in this lesson, and then the next lesson we'll go over the last part and review the poem in its entirety together. The next episode will be a kind of quiz episode to make sure you've memorized each word in each line so that you can recite the poem from memory at any time. So again, let's listen to the first two lines of the poem. Bani Adam a'zaye yek peykerand, ke dar afarinesh ze yek goharand. 
Okay, to start, one of the most famous openers of any poem, Bani Adam Azoye Yik Pekaran. So, like Muhammad Ali pointed out in the last episode, sometimes the last word in the opening line is Pekaran, and sometimes it's Digaran. We'll go over both of these and both of their meanings. So, first, Bani Adam. The word Adam in Persian means person, human. It literally comes from Adam of Adam and Eve. So the first human. And this is interesting because Persian is not a gendered language. We don't even use pronouns. But in this case, the word Adam is woman and man, so humankind. So Bani Adam means something along the lines of the offspring of Adam or offsprings of humans. It's often translated as the children of Adam, so the descendants. The word Bani is not used in modern Persian. I've never heard it used in conversation. So again, Bani Adam. So when I say a word or phrase, I'm going to pause and I want you to repeat it out loud after me. So, Bani Adam. And the word for person, human, is just Adam. And that is used all the time in modern Persian. Adam. Next, the word Azoye. So, Azo is a plural of the word Oz, which we'll hear later in the poem. And it means members as in members of an organization or members of a group, a'za. Let's learn the next two words in the first line of the poem to learn what they all mean together. Yek pekadand is the last two words, and this basically means one body. Yek is simply the word for one, yek. And pekad is the word for body, as in when a sculptor creates a statue of a human, the trunk of a human, or... The body, like the chest, the middle area, the pekar, so the essence, the trunk, the body. Yik pekar means one body. Yik pekar. So it could also mean one essence. Now that we know the individual words, let's go back to the full phrase. Azoye yik pekarand. So we have quite a few extra sounds than what we learned here. So first of all, translated, this means they are members of the same body. And when we add the ye to the end of the word azo, we are signaling that we're connecting the word to the next word. This is called an ezofe in the Persian language, and you'll see it a lot. So azoye yekpekarand shows that you're connecting azo, meaning member, to yekpekar, which means one body. Azo ye yekpekar means members of the same body. Let's repeat that. Azoye yekpekar. There's one final sound, though. It's not azoye yek pekar, it's azoye yek pekarand. The and is the third person conjugation for to be. So azoye yek pekarand is actually they are members of the same body. Azoye yek pekarand. So this is all a little complicated. We're learning a lot of concepts here. But I just want you to hear the explanation once and just memorize that line. If you want to go more into the verb to be, listen to lesson 21 of Chai in Conversation. And for, for more on the concept of ezafe, listen to lesson 24. There we go super in depth. For now, though, it's good to just get an understanding of the words and to memorize them. And that is a great step in getting to understand them. So again, the full sentence, Bani Adam azoye yek pekarand. So that means the children of Adam are members of the same body.
Now, like I said, this is one of the ways this poem is shown. Sometimes it's bani adam a'zoye yek digarand. Yek digar means each other. Yek digar. So this is saying children of Adam are members of each other. So they are all a part of each other. Bani adam a'zoye yek digarand. So same meaning again. We are all children of the same essence. We're all related to each other. And it has the same rhythm and rhyme, and you'll hear both versions equally. For purposes of this podcast, we're going to learn Yek Pei Karand. Yek Pei Karand. So again, the full line, Bani Adam, Azoye Yek Pei Karand. Okay, let's move on to the next sentence. Kedar Ofarinish Zeyek Goharand. Great. So Persian Poetics translated this as for in creation, from one soul they came. If we want to translate it a bit more literally, it would be that in creation, they are of one soul or essence. So let's go over it word by word. Ke means that. Ke. And this is a very common word in the Persian language. Ke. Dar is the word for in. Dar. Again, a very common word used all the time today, in or inside, dar. Next is afarinish. So the word afarin by itself means creation, afarin. The esh at the end, so afarinish, is a little bit complicated, but it shows that it's referring to pekar or body. Kedar afarinish means that in its creation. So afarinish means its creation. So it's showing that it's referring to something else being created, in this case, the peikad or the body. Ke dar afarinish, or that in its creation. Ke dar afarinish. So this full sentence is saying, children of Adam are of the same being. The creation of that being is of one essence. So let's go back to our second sentence. Ke dar afarinish zeyek goharand. So ze in here is actually a shortened version of the word as, which means of, as. And in this poem, ze. You'll see this in Persian poetry all the time, even though they're the same number of syllables, as and ze. For some reason, they shorten the word as or from to ze in order to make the rhythm work correctly. Finally, we have yik goharand. So yik is simple enough. We've had it in the last sentence. It just means one. Yek. And gohar is an interesting word. It can mean jewel. In fact, it's a woman's name too, gohar. And here it means essence or soul. So it has the same meaning in Persian. A gem, a jewel, an essence or soul. Gohar. And just like in the last part, we said the and at the end is the conjugation of to be in third person. So same here. Zeyek goharand means they are of one essence. Zeyek goharand. So very similar to the first line. Kedar afarinish zeyek goharand. That in their creation they are of one essence. Let's say the whole thing together. Kedar afarinish zeyek goharand. So now let's listen to these two lines together. بنی آدم اعضای یک پیکرند که در آفرینش زیک گوهرند. 
All right, wonderful. So nice repeating structure there in the first part. Let's listen now to the next two lines of the poem. Wonderful. Okay, beginning with the first line, let's go over the whole meaning. So first the word cho, in this case cho means if or in the event of. So cho. And now the word ozvi. So in the first two sentences, we had the word azo. And we said that this is a plural of members, so members. And ozv is just a singular member, ozv. When we add e to the end of the word, like ozvi, it becomes a member, a particular member, ozvi. Next is bedard. Be is the word for two, be. And dard is the word for pain, dard. Again, two very common words in current conversational Persian. Bedard, to pain. Bedard. Okay, now let's look at the whole sentence and the whole sentence meaning again. Choozvi bedard avarad ruzegar. Now let's look at that last word, ruzegar. The word ruz by itself means day. Ruz. And ruzegar is a little hard to translate. It's like the days, but more like the times. It's a kind of big concept. Ruzegar. And again, there isn't a direct translation for it, but it's the times, the current times, or the days. So, bedard avarad ruzegar, we're missing avarad. So, ovord is the way we'd say brought in modern Persian. And this is a version of that. Avarad ruzegar means the times brought. So, brought to bring avarad. Let's say this one word, avarad. And bedard avarad means to bring to pain. Bedard avarad. And bedard avarad ruzegar means something like to be brought to pain by the times. Bedard avarad ruzegar. So the times have brought it to pain. Let's look at the whole thing again. So if a member to pain is brought by the times, that would be the literal translation. Next sentence. So the first word is degar. This means any more, any longer. Degar. And in conversational Persian, it's often digar, digar. Or in the poem again, digar. Next, the word ozfa. We learned ozf means member. Ozfa means members. Ozfa. So the individual members, plural again, ozfa. Ra is another one of those tricky words to translate in the Persian language. It's called a direct object marker. And it's just there to show relationships in a sentence. For the purposes of this poem, this is just something you need to memorize. We talk about the direct object marker in detail in Lesson 8 of Chai Conversation. So, Ra. 
And the last word in this sentence is قرار. And this means balance or at rest. قرار. And نمانت means does not remain. نمانت. So the full sentence is دگر ازها را نمانت قرار. And this means the other members cannot remain at ease or imbalance or at rest. دگر ازها را نمانت قرار. And let's repeat it one more time. دگر ازها را نماند قرار. Okay, let's listen to the full two sentences again. چه ازوی به درد آوره روزگار دگر ازها را نماند قرار. Wonderful. Let's pause to listen to the entire poem again here. بنی آدم اعضای یک پیکرند که در آفرینش ز یک گوهرند چه عضوی به درد آورد روزگار دیگر عضوها را نماند قرار تو که از مهنت دیگران بیغمی نشاید که نامد نهند آدمی Wonderful At this point I want you to practice those first two sections of the poem and really focus on memorizing them and the individual words If you'd like to reference the other lessons I've made on this episode go to the webpage at chayanconversation.com slash lesson 96. I'll have links to them there. And you can really get more in-depth in the concepts in this poem. Next lesson, we'll go over the last two lines of the poem and review the whole poem as well. Again, if you check out the website, the bonus materials for this lesson include being able to listen to the entire poem line by line and also word by word and phrase by phrase. That way you'll really commit it to memory. There's also a PDF guide with all the concepts we've learned in the lesson, as well as a transcript of the lesson and much, much more. That's the end of this lesson for now. Thanks so much for listening. This episode was edited by Chadwick Wood, and the poem was read by my aunt, Farnoz Nouri. Our theme music is written and performed by Babak Rajabi. Thanks again, and until next time, I'm your host, Leila Shams. Hoda hafiz. Hoda hafiz.